This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is the energy of competition. So Diana, what are some areas you can think of where people tend to compete? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is sports. Mm-hmm. Um, people get so serious about the sports. And um, my son we used to play football, and I was there at every game. And, you know, people would be fussing and all tense and jumping up and down. I was one of those people, too, <laughs> you know, excited when he caught the ball, when he didn't catch the ball, and the ref not calling the right plays. But... Yeah, some people out there that just be so, you know, just like, and wanting to fight and cursing. And I'm just not competitive like that. You know, you have the sports, you have, um, what's that, um, the car, the race cars, mm-hmm. you know, all of that kind of stuff, horse racing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. The people get so serious about playing cards. My family, you know, they play cards. I don't know how to play cards, but they get serious with those cards. I'm like, it's just cards. <laughs> <laughs> Not to them. So it's a lot of competition and then business competition as well. So it's a lot. Yeah. I know when I think of competition, I tend to think in the business realm. That's mm-hmm. kind of where my brain goes first. It's like um, you want to compete against, or I guess in a sense, you're always thinking about your competitors mm-hmm. and you got to outdo your competitors. I mean, if you look at the commercials, you know, McDonald's got to outdo Burger King. Burger King got to outdo Hardy. Exactly. You know, it's like everybody's got to one up the next. Exactly. You know, so that's how when I think of competition, that's mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, and then, of course, like sports. But I think of it from the perspective of the athlete. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess if you know, if you think about the Olympics or any sport, really, it's like when the people are competing against each other or they're trying to run or whatever it is you know I always wonder like what's in their head right and a lot of times you hear them do interviews and they will say that their competitor was their greatest I guess in a sense motivator Mm -hmm. um, that helped them to propel and you know that type of thing and even like I think some businesses kind of follow that model in a sense it's like I gotta do better because such and such a business is doing so well, I have to step mm-hmm. my game up. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely agree with that part from, you know, watching when you mentioned the Olympics and you see that, you know, when they're side by side or whatever, they seem like they're calm and they're in a zone, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that the person is right beside them or right in front of them or whatever. But um, thinking about what's in their mind, if it was me, I couldn't think about the person beside Mm -hmm. me or in front of me because I would have to be focused on what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Still competing, but have to be focused. And from a business perspective, and when I used to be a business development manager, that was competition with other companies Mm -hmm. and the clients that we had. So you had to you know, have better customer service, better relationships. You needed to be the first one to get to the manager for the positions and have the right people and outthink the other person, Mm -hmm. you know. So it it was always, I would say sometimes a mind game as well Mm -hmm. because you had to be focused and you had to be on top of your game Mm -hmm. and always thinking about 
what the other person is thinking mm-hmm. and how can you outthink that person. <laughs> All right. So I, I actually heard, I guess, maybe on a commercial or something. I remember one of the um, Olympians said that they know that such and such a person is training for, I'm just making up a number, they're mm-hmm. training for 18 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So that means I have to train for 19, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know who your competitor is, you know what they're about. So you got to up the game right. a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, the only thing that I really have to say about competition, like, that spirit of com- competition, I think a lot of times we think of it as a good thing. And I guess in some ways it can be perceived as a good thing. Um, but, like, I remember when I was in business, like, my husband and I, we started one of the first um I guess privatized group homes in the city. Okay. And so after that, other people were wanting to do the same thing. So they would go to like the big group homes that were like under big company Mm -hmm. umbrellas and ask for assistance and no one would give them assistance. And so pretty much everybody who wanted to open a group home in Richmond showed up at our doors. Um, asking for assistance and so of course we did everything we could do to help them get them off the ground and things like that and um, you know they would just be so appreciative and people as the group home industry grew people were saying that no one was helping them no one was willing to help them Um, and so it was like we were the only ones willing to help everybody and um, I guess in some ways Because I would be like, hmm, I wonder why people aren't helping each other. And it could be just that they're too busy or something like that. But in some ways, I think they're realizing that, okay, um, if I'm helping you get started, then that's going to cut into what's available for me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I never saw it like that. And I think um, the ideal of thinking that my resources are going to be diminished because of what you're doing Mm -hmm. It means that I'm believing in scarcity and lack. But because I don't believe in scarcity and lack, I believe it's always, it's always, what's for me is always going to be for me. You know, um, I believe that things can be created, abundance can be created. There's no end to what's possible in the universe. So why would I mind giving, if I have a hundred, why would I mind giving you 99 of them, you know, because I'm going to get 100 more. Right. You know, and um, in some ways, in some areas, I had to learn that, like, with money, for example, because I would be, I, I did have this thing where I would give you the 99, but I'm going to keep the one <laughs> for myself. And I had to learn that, okay, it's okay for me to give you all because more is coming for me. Um, but it's like a... A scarcity, mental, a scarcity mentality if you think that because um, you're coming into the game, then now that's going to dis- diminish me. Mm-hmm. So you think that that's just a natural way of, that people just think? It's a learned behavior? How, you know, what do you think of where it comes from? Yeah, I, I think everything we do is a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, that's a learned behavior. So, Rebecca, talk a little bit about when you were, I, I would say, competing or getting ready for the Dash for the Cash and, you know, your marathons, you know, was, did you consider that competition? How did you, t- how did you just get there? 
Yeah, so, you know, that's really interesting because um, one of my friends, she always tells me I'm a competitive person. And I'm not. There's, I don't have a competitive bone in my body. <laughs> um, and I didn't really understand. I, I don't know what she means when she says that. But I would be like, wonder where does that come from? And I didn't understand until someone say something to me today oh, okay. about com- competition. And what they say to me was that the best athletes don't compete against another person. They compete against themselves. Yeah. And that's what I do. I compete against me. So I know, okay, if the last time my, my time was this, then the next time I want to do better than that. And so I'm always, I guess, competing against myself or I'm really I'm just pushing myself to be my best self in whatever area. And when I say my best, I, I really do my best, to be honest. Like, I really do my best. But <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't expend that much energy. I put, it's kind of like I'll decide what I want and then I rise to that occasion. So you set that goal mm-hmm. and that's what you go for. Right. Okay. Right. I always could work harder than I do. Yeah. I, I just, I'd rather just enjoy what I'm doing. So I don't, I don't necessarily want to work harder. I just want to have more fun and more joy in what I'm doing. So I would like, I could, you know, let's just take a marathon. I could run a marathon way faster than I actually run it, but it would take a lot more, you know, running harder, a lot harder breathing and not getting to wave at all the people on the street and shake people's hands and, you know, mm-hmm. so it would be a different experience and, than the one that I would want. But I know what experience I want and I will have a time frame in which I want to complete and still have that experience. That right? makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with the Dash for the Cash, that was actually an event where I had to run against um, some elite athletes. I would get a head start and I would have to run against them in order to win some cash. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but even in all of that, I never thought of myself as competing against the people. I saw myself as, okay, there's a time that I need to finish this race in. And so I have to run as hard as I can in order to finish in that amount of time so I, it was never about the other people in the race you know it was like can I make myself go that fast yeah and you did I did <laughs> <laughs> I got that cash <laughs> that was your goal <laughs> so yeah so my goal really even in that <clears throat> my goal was it was so many people rooting for me and I just want, I didn't want to let them down. So that's really what my goal was, was to make sure that everybody who was rooting for me was happy with the end result. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But one thing about, um, when you and I were talking about competition a little earlier and you were talking about the the card games that your Mm -hmm. family play and I guess like the people on the football field and how the parents will start fighting Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like just you telling me the stories, I could feel the energy. (laughs) I've been around it. So it's just, it takes it to me. It just takes away from, 
you know, it takes away from the game, you know, it takes away from, well, the card game is just cards to me. And everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but people that play, what's the game, Spades or what's that other game, um, Tunk or whatever. I mean, they just get so serious with it. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> I mean, they get mad. Are you cheating? Just not right. You threw the wrong card down. You can't play. Get out. All of this. It's just so, it's just like... That's why I don't have nothing to do no. with it. <laughs> that would be interesting to watch because I would love to figure out what the motivation is behind that energy of I must win. Like, what is it that they're trying to win? Well, a lot of times they have money on the table. Okay. You know, so, but it, it still just isn't that serious to me mm -hmm. because it's, you know, and maybe if I was a car, but I don't know because I just don't. <laughs> played and it's not that serious of course I've never been a football player so you know or any kind of more when I used to run track in school you know it was competitive but if I lost I lost it just wasn't that serious to me I trained I ran hard I won you know um, some of the competitions but if I didn't win I didn't beat myself up about it my coach wasn't happy but it just wasn't that serious to me. So maybe it just, I don't know. Somebody else probably will have something else to say <laughs> about that. Yeah, it's really interesting because on the one hand, it does sound like um, competition can help propel you to be your best self. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, it seems like, you know, since we're all connected anyway, so if I'm competing against you in such a way as I don't, I want to make sure you don't have so that I can have, <laughs> but we're connected to, you know, it's like I'm competing against myself. Does, does that make sense? It makes sense. I, I would say that a lot of people don't think that way. Right. You know, when you're, you know, side by side or face to face or whatever the issue is, you're thinking about, I'm going to win. You know, I want to win. And I want to beat you, you know, so that's kind of like the the normal mentality, I think. Well, hopefully it's not the normal, but we do hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, like I can say for sure that us helping those other businesses helped us. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's almost like that cooperative spirit spirit helps propel you and it, it even helps in the same way that when you, you know how we were saying, um, if you're competing against someone, you know what they're doing, so you got to bring your A game. Well, the same is true for cooperative spirit, because if, if I'm helping you, then you're starting to see me as your mentor, right. so to speak. So that means I got to keep stepping my game up because I got to keep shining for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to be better so that you can be better, but I got to be able to have that knowledge and that information so that I can shine for you. Mm -hmm. So it still does the exact same thing, I think. Okay. And I do notice, like, since we talk about um, sports, even though this isn't a real sport, but my exercise group. So if I'm, if we have a something we have to do by ourselves as individuals, I'll just be like, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> but if we are on a team, put me on a team. Oh, I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work so hard um, to 
I just don't want to let my team down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that that cooperation and, and working together, it kind of propels you forward. But without that er energy mm-hmm. that, that you're, you're talking working about. for, you know, somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, um, if, when you're a part of that team, you're one, you know, so you want to work and do your best mm-hmm. with the team because you want everybody to get that that same mm-hmm. feeling, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's, it is true um, when you help other other people or other um, organizations to propel when you give back because um, a part of what we used to do in the past, you know, as far as being mentors, well, how did you, you know, questions of smaller businesses would ask the question, well, this is what we want to do. How did you get there? Mm-hmm. How did you obtain this license? Who did you talk to? And we found ourselves in a position where, you know, we were actually counseling other companies. Well, this is what you need to do. This mm-hmm. is the person that you need to talk to, you know, and how did you get these contracts? Well, this is what you need to do, mm-hmm. even if it's the same type of business. And we would see those same people. And when they would come up, but then when they were coming up, they never forgot. Mm-hmm. And then they started sending us business. Exactly. And then, you know, everybody's growing. Mm-hmm. And then they become, we were their mentors, and then they became mentors for other companies mm-hmm. because they learned from us, and it just mushroomed. Right. So it's definitely a great feeling. It really is. You know? But then you do have the others that, no, I'm not going to tell you nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because if I tell you what I did, then you're going to get that contract. And then that's gonna cut me. Mm-hmm. So you have you have it on both sides. Right. And so the only thing I would just wanna caution um listeners as it relates to competition is if you're competing and you think if 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 you win I lose or if I win you lose, then you are subscribing to that scarcity mentality. And in order to be abundant you have to think in abundance. You know, you have to know that there's a flow that's coming, that's available, that you can tap into. Um, when we start thinking about the limited amount of things, then that, that's kind of going to reflect, that's going to show up in our world. So we are going to see limited resources come back to us because that's what we're thinking. So exactly what we're thinking when we're competing, I don't want to share with you because if I share with you, then you're going to get it and I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going to show up in your life. So if we want abundance, we have to think with an abundant mentality. And then the other part of that, I do want to address um, the energy that you were displaying earlier. Not so much just now, but earlier when you were talking about people who you know, are competing and playing mm-hmm. the card game yeah. and, you know, um, that energy that comes along with competition. And it's not always that dramatic, like mm-hmm. a card game or a foot. You know, those are things where people are really, you know, out of it control. But um, maybe you're competing against your coworker or maybe you're competing against your sister because you want more attention or, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's like a, a energy that goes along with it and it's it's a it's really like a stress energy and it whenever you have stress you are releasing chemicals in your body that really that are harmful yeah Mm -hmm. to harm you and so if we're in a state of competition 
over every little thing or, you know, often or if it's about our businesses, and which if it's in your business, that's every day, you know, or um, just finding ways or always being in, in stress because you're trying to win, trying to win, trying to win, then you're producing all this stress chemicals and that type of thing within your body. And so I would encourage, you know, you just to do the best job that you can do you know, and always up your game because that's what you want for yourself, but not because I got to beat someone else. else. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's a totally different energy because like I said, I I just set the goal that I want and then I work for that goal. What was that goal? And um, most of the time it's going to be a high, you know, like I'm a high achieving person because I set the goal high and I reach for that goal. Um, But it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. And so... It's like a lovely space. <laughs> it's a lovely space to be in. And um, yeah, it feels good. Good. And, and you know, for whatever reason, I just keep coming back to um, if we're all connected, but yet I'm competing against you, it's like I'm competing against me. Like if I don't want you to have it, am I in essence saying I don't want me to have it? Like, I want you to have it. I want you to have everything I have. Like, everything. So I would like to invite listeners to really consider consider the idea that we are all connected. Um, so what I do against you, I'm also doing against me. And what I'm doing for you, I'm also doing for me. As well, I would just really like to say that the scarcity mentality is something that we can release because our universe is abundant um, and we're connected to this abundant we're connected to the source we can tap into it at will we just have to understand how to change our minds in such a way to make this happen until next time this is our vet this is diana bye, bye. and by the way i have a free gift for you Check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.